Hello, and welcome to the Cultura Inglesa podcast. I'm Bernardo Zacaron, a baker and a teacher at Cultura Inglesa. And I am Juliana Washington, a foodie and a teacher at Cultura Inglesa too. And this is Cultura Inglesa's weekly podcast. Hi, Ju! Hi, Be. How are you? I'm fine, and you? I'm fine. Thank you. Good. First of all, thank you for having this conversation with us. Now, Ju, as I've, I've known you for quite some time now, and I know that you are a London-obsessed person. Oh, really? <laughs> really? Where did you get that from? I think by our Instagram posts, I, oh. post, I think, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and beautiful pictures, of course, because you take amazing shots in that case. But when did this obsession thing started? Well, I guess five lives ago when I was a queen in England. No, no, no. Maybe maybe that obsession started in 2018 when I was picked uh, by Cultura Inglesa to travel to London to take a two-week uh, course there. Uh, it was a prize from Cultura Inglesa Festival. Um, and to be honest, London, England never uh, been my cup of tea. I have always liked United States better because aside from um, London, I like new kids on the block. And, you know, yes, I, have you always dreamed, <laughs> I have always dreamed of going to Boston. But um, after being to London, that being like, you know, my favorite place in the world. So I start reading and learning everything about the place. And well, then became an obsession. Maybe I would be the next queen. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe we have royal blood running through your veins right now. Very... I don't think Washington is very British, but okay. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, we never know. We never know, right? Uh, but that's interesting because before we travel, uh, I mean, research is something that everybody must go through, right? Uh, um, and uh, uh, going to London, which is a very, let's say, old and historical place and don't take this the wrong way uh, uh, there must have been many things to, to see there that you never imagined I don't know lots of museums um, more museums uh, there are lots of beautiful places and museums free <laughs> things to go parks and restaurants too you know uh, people eat really well in London they have uh, food from all over the world this is something <laughs> Uh, common in big cities like Sao Paulo, probably uh, New York. I haven't uh, been to New York, but they have food from all over the world. So, um, I mean, London is amazing for many reasons, not only because of all things, but, you know, it's a modern city as well. Okay, yeah. And uh, while you were there, Ju, uh, what have you noticed about their eating habits? Well, like I said, Bay, uh, there are restaurants uh, that serve food from all over the world, but what caught really caught my attention um, were like spicy Indian foods. Um, they really like spicy food. <laughs> uh, and they have like very traditional dishes. For example, the Sunday, ro uh, Sunday roast, there is the English breakfast, 
also called full English or fried up. Mm-hmm. Uh, pies, they eat lots of pies. Um, I tried fish and chips from different restaurants and that's my favorite um, dish. And the famous afternoon tea as well. Mm, fancy lady. <laughs> There comes the royal blood. <laughs> you see? Now, interesting. Yeah, I've heard people saying that um, Londoners and you know British people in general, uh, but especially Londoners, They, they're really into Indian food. True, true. Um, there is a side in London, if I'm not wrong, it's the east side, uh, where it's more common. You know, it's easy to find when you are on that side of town. Uh, but you can see Indian food everywhere, you know, because Indian people are all over spread. They are spread um I mean, if you, if you get into the tube, <laughs> if you go from A to B, uh, people are concerned about the British accent being difficult to uh, to understand once uh-huh. you are there. But the thing is, uh, if if you are walking on the street and if you are taking the tube, you're going to listen to the Indian British accent, you know. So, of course, Indian is part of their culture as well. So is the spicy Indian food. Mm, interesting. Yeah, I, I, it was. It, I have to say that it came as a shock, a, a shock to me. Once I was watching some cooking TV shows, something that I do all day long. <laughs> yeah, because that's <laughs> the TV is on. There is something, someone cooking in there, <laughs> and um, the, the 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 person was cooking. I don't know, I don't remember who it was, and. He said, ah, he was making chicken masala, if I'm not mistaken. And he said, this is a typical dish in London. And I was like, what? It doesn't even sound British. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then I started researching about it. And yeah, yeah, there is a a, a close connection to Indian food and Londoners, right? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, um, Is there anything in their diet that would be, let's say, a big no-no to us in Brazil? Uh, I mean, if you're foodie, probably you try everything, but um, something that really doesn't appeal to me, it's like black pudding. I have never tried that, uh, but just reading the description, you know, um, that's something that I wouldn't eat. Um, But why? What shocked you so much? What? (laughs) (laughs) I, I we, have, we have here in Brazil galinha ao molho pardo, which is something. I don't eat that as well. I don't eat that as well. You know, no, no. Um, I love, a, you know, chicken, fish, steak. I really like. I'm not vegetarian or um, anything on that, you know, side. But uh, I read uh, what it's made of, and it was I thought it was kind of disgusting, you know, and the appearance as well. I mean, um, maybe the appearance might trick you into eating that because <laughs> it looks like, I, I don't know, I don't know. Uh, once I, I heard what it was made of, I decided not to give it a try. So black pudding, um, I wouldn't, um, you know, no, it's a no-no for me. Uh, and it's part of the the um, full English, the English breakfast. You know, they eat like bacon, eggs. Uh, tomato and uh, black pudding. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't think I would taste that as well, right? It's not my, it's not my cup of tea. <laughs> it's not mine. 
either. Not mine either. Yeah, yeah. There, there are a couple of things that we look at and then say, mm, no, that's not going to happen. Uh, but when you taste it, it's actually good, right? But I don't know. There, there is some kind of mystique around black pudding that I don't, I, I wouldn't like to uncover. If you know what I mean. Try that? No, but I've tried. Uh, there is a dish in Argentina that is that also uses blood, and I I tried, but I didn't know I was trying it. It was like a blind dinner thing, and when after we we ate the the dish, the the chef would come out and tell us what it was. So I didn't know what I was eating during the whole process. Process, I thought I was like, okay, this is some kind of. It, it was shrimp with that dish that I forgot the name, but I think it was blood sausage, something like that. And uh, um, during the, the 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 eating moment of the night, I was like, mm, this is, this tastes like feijoada with shrimp, which is totally odd, but it was good. And then the chef came out and explained it to us, and I was like, yeah, I just ate blood. <laughs> Oh my god, and then you felt like you were a vampire. <laughs> basically, basically that. But it was good. So uh, let's say I'm 50-50 towards uh, tasting or not the black pudding one day. If, if you try, you come uh, back and you tell us what the what it tastes like. Okay, I promise you. That, that's, a, that's, a, that's a promise. I will. <laughs> and have you ever tried to uh, uh, replicate anything that you ate there uh, in your house kitchen? Well, you said you enjoy cooking. Um, I am not very skilled in that part. I hardly uh, cook um, myself. So noodles is something that I can prepare, <laughs> let's say. So I tried, I tried to replicate apple crumble. Uh, it's a famous um, dish from that I ate also in London. Uh, and I have been drinking tea with milk, black tea with milk. Um, I really like that combination. At first, I thought that was something strange, you know, like, why would you put milk in tea? Uh, why would you mix both? But it's delicious. Some people even add some honey to it, but I prefer sugar. So... Um, but I know that there is a, a restaurant here in Sao Paulo um, that is, I think the owner is, is from London, I guess, that they serve fish and chips. So whenever I, I feel like kind of homesick, even though, I, I mean, I was a queen five yes. lives ago. So whenever I feel like homesick, whenever I want to, to eat some fish and chip, uh, chips, I go to his restaurant. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I've eaten a fit fish and chips here in Sao Paulo as well and uh, I've made myself a very good one using yeah surprisingly enough tilapia is very good to be used in the fish and chips I didn't know that <laughs> I just tried and it worked it does work and it's is, is it complex is the recipe no, complex it's not but uh, uh, most of the the famous recipes for fish and chips and the original recipes that I found online I, I, there was a, a period in my life that I was obsessed with fish and chips. <laughs> I started researching about it, but most of the, 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 the original recipes, they use beer. So you have to kind of 
choose the correct beer to use. Otherwise, it tastes a little bitter, you know. Yeah, so I, I wouldn't cook that myself because, you know, noodles. <laughs> <laughs> but it's super simple. It's super simple, promise you. I'll teach you one day. We can prepare it via via uh, Zoom or via Meets because that's how you we meet, right, nowadays. <laughs> I, I think I can I can um, maybe prepare the, the chips, I guess. Easy, easy. That's good. That's good. But uh, since you are a, a London obsess uh, obsessive person, I would say uh, let's put it like that. Can I look for help? No, you shouldn't. No, you shouldn't. That's okay. It's a nice obsession. Uh, it's a fav my favorite obsession. If I if I can quote a very nice movie uh, here and. There is something that I've always wanted to ask someone about one particular dish that they have that I've never understood why they're so obsessed with that besides fish and chips, which is very, a very small dish called scones. Have you, I mean, why are they so obsessed with that? I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. I know that it's part of their afternoon tea. <laughs> but um, last time that I traveled to London, it was late last year, I came back to Brazil uh, January 15th. Uh, so I cannot say that I didn't, I've I, I been to London this year, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. So, uh, I, I traveled with my mother this time and she was, uh, we went to the supermarkets because we were there for a month and she was like, okay, so what is a British food? You know, what is, what's something that people here eat a lot? And then... Uh, we found some of these the famous scones, <laughs> and she got like uh, two or three packs. And then we went back to the hotel. Uh, I haven't tried that before, to be honest. It was my first time, and it was like I saw a somewhere that eat that with jam or uh -huh. jelly yeah, or yeah, yeah. So. My mom and I, we were like willing to try and the first bite was like, this is so hard to bite, you know, it's, I don't know, I, we couldn't chill actually. And I mean, again, it was tasteless. It didn't taste anything. It was tasting what you put on it. You know? mm -hmm. So, um, I don't know. I don't know if it's what they have. Um, because here in Brazil, we have cheese bread or cheese roll. I don't know how. Some people call it and these kind of breads they they taste something you know yeah um, even our pão francês you know our um they they have something i mean they taste something and this one was surprisingly tasteless <laughs> we can say that yeah yeah i guess uh, that's something that i i found in my research uh, that that's it that i i i found a coat a quote from Jamie Oliver, I think he said that uh, scones are like black blank canvas. Mm, yeah, that, best um, definition. <laughs> yeah, the best definition, <laughs> according to your uh, <laughs> uh, your experience, I would say, right? because exactly what you said, right? Uh, uh, it is that, and maybe there's something to do with the tea. I don't know, or maybe because. Uh, where it comes from, I mean, everything in, in, in England, in the UK, is old. So so is the recipe, maybe. I, I think it's Scottish, if I'm not wrong. 
um, so maybe maybe that's that's the reason why you know it's so traditional. They have been passing it on um, for so long. Um, I don't know. I, I really don't don't understand the reason. But like you said, it's like a black canvas. So I mean, yeah. take what you spread on it. So mm -hmm. if you like cream cheese spread cream cheese scones are going to be tasting like cream cheese yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and maybe it, it, when you put it together with uh, uh the the tea and milk and the the jam if you're using or the, the cream cheese or whatever you want to put on top right uh maybe this combination you know tastes like something different i don't know <laughs> I know that Jamie Oliver likes to add some dry fruit and orange juice um, to to give it a special taste. Um, so I would like to try his, but might might cost the price of my trip to London. <laughs> yeah, it, it might. It might. Well, well, that's a good one. People, uh, guys, if you're listening to us here, that's a good one. You can go online. There are plenty of recipes, right? Uh, uh, for scones, there are there are complex ones, that are simple ones, that we can you guys could try. And if you make it, you could post it on Instagram and tag us. What do you think, Shu? Let's make it I, a challenge. I'm, yeah, I'm so for it. I mean, um, according to James Oliver, it, the the recipe doesn't take longer than 15 minutes or 20 minutes, 30 minutes top. You know. Uh, but it also, it's a good way for you to learn uh, how to say and pronounce ingredients um, by watching a video on YouTube. It's like a tutorial, right? Yes. So you, you, as you watch, you learn how to prepare and you're also uh, improving your vocabulary and maybe your cooking skills. Ooh. So I, I love YouTube for that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And, because... and the, the accent, James Oliver has a very nice British accent. And when you travel, you're not you're not going to be afraid of the British accent because you're used to it, right? Yeah, but remember, the Indian accent is more common. Yeah, true, <laughs> true. You're right. You're right. So, so guys, be prepared for all sort of accents. So don't go only for James Oliver recipe. You know, go no. for all different accents uh, in different recipes. Good. So this is a challenge for everyone. Go online, find a scone recipe that you think is uh, doable. Remember, it doesn't have to be complex. It doesn't have to, to have 100,000 ingredients. Like Jo uh, said, Jamie, Oliver one, Jamie Oliver's one is pretty easy to make. Quick, short, a uh, few ingredients, and then you can spread jelly on top. To have is flour, butter, salt, sugar, baking powder, and some maybe some dry fruit and orange juice in an oven. That's all you need. Yeah, uh, that's and things from that you have in your pantry, right? Everybody has, let's say, that at home at least a little bit. I think that people should, I mean, including English students and people that are listening to us, they should uh, make some and then they should share that uh, on social media. You know, I do they're... think so. And tag Cultura Inglesa São Paulo, Cultura Inglesa SP on Instagram. You're going to find me and Juliana there as well. And tag us so we can see all your scones. 
My beautiful photos from London. I have lots of and foods too. Uh, so yeah, that's it, B. Yeah, <laughs> good. Zhu, thank you very much. Thank for you for having me. For this lovely conversation. I loved it. And uh, we're going to schedule this Zoom meeting so you can prepare fish and chips. Uh, homesick. <laughs> so we're gonna, the homesickness we're going to solve with the fish and chips. Right now, about the hung, being hungry, well, noodles maybe. <laughs> yeah, and later tea with milk. Perfect. A perfect British slash Asian day. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. <laughs> right, you. Thank you very much. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for new chapters of the Cultura Inglesa podcast. Thank you.